your society wants you to become wise. It is against the investment of all societies. If people are wise, they cannot be exploited. If they are intelligent, they cannot be subjugated. They cannot be forced in a mechanical life to live like robots. They will assert, they will assert their individuality. They will have the fragrance of rebellion around them. They would like to live in freedom. Freedom comes with wisdom and no society wants people to be free. The communist society, the fascist society, the capitalist society, the Hindu, the Mohammedan, the Christian, no society. Because the moment they start using their intelligence, they become dangerous. Dangerous to the establishment. Dangerous to the people who are in power. Dangerous to the haves. Dangerous to all kinds of oppression, exploitation, suppression. Dangerous to the churches. Dangerous to the states. Dangerous to the nations. In fact, a wise man is a fire, a light, a flame. But he cannot sell his life. He cannot serve them. He would like rather to die than to be an slave. Welcome to the TylerBloyer.com live stream. Today is November 8th, 2020, and today we're going to get into it a little bit. We're going to get in and out, share some clips, share some updates with what I've been working on, what I've been up to, and I promise to keep it short because I do have some other things to get to. So this will not be a three-hour live stream with Q&A at the end and all the bells and whistles like that. And uh, let me just do a little tech check here, make sure everything's coming in all right. Um, yeah, actually I wouldn't know by doing that, but that's okay. Like usual, I am doing uh, producing by myself here today in the studio, just kicking some sh uh, clips today, uh, sharing some information of things I've been working on, like I said, and if there's any technical issues, we'll just have to address that. I've uh, gotten out of the saddle a little bit, gotten back into the saddle here with the live streaming, been working on some setups, been working on some new content uh, for the TylerBloyer.com site. And just to give you guys a little sneak peek of something really quick here, you can see that I'm live streaming here on the site on the front page. Uh, there's my silly face. And you can also catch it over here on the live show. Uh, so you can catch the live stream on the website. Go ahead and subscribe with your email. That way you're getting updates from me when I send out emails. I do not spam. I do not send out a lot of emails or uh excessive spammy emails. Another addition to the site while we're over here recently would be the 
Creature of Control web brain is now accessible from the site. I've been using this uh, for years to kind of track the creature, track the creature of control. Uh, if you want to get a better view of that, you can go into the full page. And as I've been reinvigorating the Creature of Control podcast as of recently, I've got the web brain going again and getting things organized, getting some source materials over here and be able to use this as a reference uh, for show notes and also just tracking over time. Uh, you can come in and see kind of the root of the creature and then go from there into other things that we've done before, like falling into the movement trap series is part of the creature of control. I'm embedding things right in here. So that's a new addition to the site that some might find interesting. Uh, other than that, you know, we've got some new tech going some different camera angles that I can invite people in to see what's going on in the stream and get a different view. So trying to up our game a little bit here. Thank you to Richard Grove for uh, gifting the stream deck to the setup, which is helping to run the show and make things easier as I produce and do shadow hosting and live stream producing for others and work uh, to enhance the skill set with this so we can do things like what we'll talk about here in a little bit which is like Grand Theft World podcast, um, other live streaming podcasts, and uh, other things that I'm working on that we'll go through today. Uh, Hagebrander, nice to see you there. Looks like the chat is working uh, through Facebook, so that's cool. Good to know. Thanks for giving me a heads up. And what we want to get into a little bit today is just some things that I've been checking out recently um, as far as the pandemic and the 2020 uh, COVID-19 thing, I would like to just come out and say, like I've been saying in my walk and talks, if you go back and look in like March, April, May, I was cautious to start calling it a pandemic or just a completely fake thing. Um, I am also sensitive to those that are affected, you know, personally in their lives and have people that are you know, becoming ill, whether it's through COVID-19 or other ways. So I don't want to come off as saying like, my opinion is this and therefore screw your grandma. You know, it's not about that. It's about keeping an open mind. Nobody knows all the facts and the scientific community, so-called, you know, the experts that we're supposed to be trusting also aren't sharing all the facts with us. And we're going to get into that a little bit today. So, um, we, you know, anyone who's completely made up their mind and calling it just a complete scam and it's completely fake and we shouldn't look any further and you can just stop there and you've made your mind up. I think that's a mistake to fully believe what the mainstream media tells you is also a huge mistake. And so, you know, when you get like Anthony Fauci up there telling you what you should do and how you should live your life, but not giving you all the information about what he knows and what he's been doing over the last decade or two decades uh, and hiding information like from Dr. Judy Mikovits or the the pandemic documentaries one and two. We talked about that a little bit in the Unmutual podcast, which was taken down off YouTube. Uh, one of my first f videos to get taken down off the old YouTube there, like I give a shit. And uh, we'll be going into that a little bit today too, of where you can find me on alternative platforms, um, things that I'm helping with others to get themselves on alternative platforms. And one of the things I'd like to start today, and I don't have a huge slide deck prepared, but I do have some clips that I'll share. And so as I'm kind of checking, checking on the tech here, uh, we'll go into a clip here that I want to share from Clint Richardson's Wagging the Dog uh, documentary. Now, 
This came out recently, October 18th, Wagging the Dog Part 1, the story behind the story of COVID-19. It is a nine-hour Part 1 documentary, and a lot of this stuff is also sourced really well that you could go read a lot of the stuff that's in this documentary, but why it's helpful is there's like panels and people in the so-called scientific community, a lot of clips from Fauci, and a lot of uh, information about the gain-of-function research that's been going on out of bioweapons labs. Uh, you could, you know, there's no real difference between researching for vaccines and creating bioweapons here, as you can uh, see through this documentary. And so, again, going back to people that are just saying, oh, it's completely fake, there's nothing going on, to, oh, what, what have these people been working on over the last, you know, decade? They've been working on cre creating... SARS-1 and now SARS-2 COVID-19 viruses with gain-of-function technology to make them more virulent and more uh, easily spreadable amongst the population, basically. So let's get into a clip today of Clint Richardson, his documentary, Wagging the Dog. You can find more information about that in the show notes for this. Uh, you could say whatever you want about Clint. I don't I hold a position that the information sometimes is more important than the, than the presenter And so, you know, you could even follow my work over time and see conflicts or like that opening clip that I played with Osho and be like Oh, you know, he's sharing Osho who's a guru and he just wants people to be a slave and listen to Osho Like that's not the case at all. If you go back and listen to that That's a really powerful clip and sometimes Osho says things that I really agree with and I think a lot of his philosophy does empower the individual uh, for freedom. And as you can see in that clip, he's talking about how society does not want you to become wise, right? And a lot of people who are kind of raised and indoctrinated in the institutions, they're not going to understand what he's talking about. You know, like, oh, well, my society wants me to become wise. Look at the education I got. And I'm, I'm really wise. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, but it's it's again going back to the collective and the the Borg like brain of how that works There's a, almost a rule of the universe of how those type of collective mindsets work and worldviews that Accept things without questioning basically indoctrinated beliefs that the society has to accept um, such as like you know, ABCD law that we're going to create as a society and agree to, even though it harms innocent people that have done nothing. But as that's a general rule, you just kind of have to go along with it, you know. And even though if your behavior itself is actively harming people, uh, you know, wisdom would include things like, you know, natural law and understanding that, you know, you don't own that other person. You're not able to aggress against them. You're not able to just, you know, randomly create whatever man's law says to write down and then go and start harming other people's property because the society itself you know agrees to these things same with like the type of research and pragmatism that you'll see in that nine hour documentary coming from the people that are saying things like well is this gain of function research really worth doing should we really be messing with making you know these uh, animal viruses that don't jump to human beings actually jump to human beings and should we even though that never happens in nature, should we experiment with uh, adding functions to these viruses? Well, yes, absolutely. It's totally worth it. Even though billions or millions of people could die, um, it's totally worth pursuing that, you know, scientific endeavor, those kind of things. That's not wisdom. That's complete insanity. And uh, we'll go to the clip here. Uh, 
just a little preview of what you can find in that documentary and some of the gain-of-function uh, information. As I started looking at this information, as I started seeing that this is actually a chimeric version, something that was developed here in the United States in 2015, it was published in Nature magazine, that it was developed in the University of North Carolina Chapel Hills where all the initial studies were done. The chimeric research, despite having a moratorium by the US government to prevent any chimeric research, by the way, just so your audience understands, chimeric research basically means that they're taking a naturally occurring substance or virus in this case, and then mutating it, genetically modifying it, mutating it, genetically modifying it, changing the configuration morphologically to gain function. It's called a gain of function study or gain of function research. And that basically means that they're making something that already may have some potential to cause harm, making it more harmful, making it more virulent, making it more resistant, making it more harmful, making it more virulent, making it more resistant. And basically that's what I found that they took the SHC014 strain of the coronavirus, the surface antigen component and brought in the backbone from the SARS coronavirus put them together and then inserted HIV and MERS and then inserted HIV and MERS and then inserted HIV and MERS orthologs on top of it to make a more virulent, more detrimental virus. Now, the thing is that if I can, if I could, if I could jump in for just a moment here, because what I think you're talking about is uh, the moratorium that was placed and then $3.7 million from the National Institute of Health was transferred to China so they could continue this research, even though the moratorium, so they basically outsourced this, this research to China. So they basically outsourced this, this research to China. Is this the same topic we're talking about here? This news is just breaking? Yes, this is exactly right. So it goes back to 2014, the US government decided based upon certain virologists at that time saying that, look, there's no justification for this kind of research. There's a potential to, for it to cause harm cause a pandemic. So there's no justification for us to do this type of research. So the government passed a moratorium in 2014. Fauci approved budgets to be monies to be uh, sectioned for this type of research. So basically, and I'm getting really, every time I think about this, it gets me really flustered because I'm so angry that he basically broke the law. He, he more than broke the law. He created this entire casket that we're seeing with the world shutdown was created by this initial aspect back in 2015. He broke the law. He went against government moratoriums. He took taxpayer money and he funded research that has now led to the COVID-19. In 2017, he was documented at Georgetown University saying that there will be a pandemic that this presidency will face, that this term will face. How did he know that in 2017, that something was gonna happen in 2018, 19, or 2020? There's no, you can't predict the market from three days from today, what's gonna happen. How did he know that there was gonna be a pandemic? He stated the president of this, this president will face a pandemic, the exact quotes, I don't want to say the exact words. You guys have the video footage. There is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. My point is that when somebody starts making these type of statements and then they were involved with the breaking of the law to fund the research that American taxpayers paid for, that then goes to Wuhan and now trying to create this diversion and say that it was China. God, 
I don't know whether it came from China or released in China, whether it was already released here. It's irrelevant. The complicity of what's going on right now, whether China, whether it was released in China or whether it was already here or however it happened, the U.S. system has condoned it, has jumped on it. They're opportunistic. They're shutting down the economy when they know, in fact, that there's no basis. Is Fauci directly responsible for this pandemic because he maneuvered the money he, he maneuvered around the moratorium, kept this chimeric research going in China. Is he, is he directly responsible for not just the pandemic, but also the response that's killed the economy, put, what, 17 to 22 million people out of work? Is, is Fauci directly responsible? I'm going to say this. I think that I've seen some petitions going around. I know Dr. Shiva said that Fauci should be, should be fired. I think that's the nicest thing that could be done to Fauci. I think he should. He's a, he has show, he's a criminal. He's broken the law. He's going against the government. I mean, that, that, to me, that seems like it's a traitorous thing to do when you when you the government has passed a regulation and he's at one of the highest levels in the NIH. He's he's got a directorship at the NIH, and then he breaks the law. He breaks the moratorium, and then funds research against something that could potentially cause harm throughout the entire world. And he's in collusion with with the foreign government to do. I mean. I, I don't know. That, that's a matter for attorneys to decide. But I'll tell you something. Fauci goes back to 1981. In 1981, please join me in welcoming Dr. Fauci. Thank you, Thank you very much. It's a Pleasure to be here with you today. Um, the idea that we are now uh, a few days away from a new administration, there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. 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 All right, so pretty interesting stuff there, right? So how, how did Fauci know in 2017 that there would be a surprise outbreak? That's a good question, right? And why now that this has happened is are we not being told about all the gain of function research about the um, research that was sold to China and like Rashid was saying there, uh, you know, a treasonous thing and against like the nation. It's a treasonous thing against humanity what's being done here. And uh, even the, the research itself is treasonous against nature and against humanity against what's real. You know, these people who are inverting reality and attempting to create viruses from AIDS and other mutant uh, chimera viruses that they've engineered and then putting them together and then, oops, they get out and they leak, you know, whoop-de-doo, whoops, how did that happen, you know? And uh, here we are now and Fauci's back up on the stage in front of everybody for the last year dictating the scientific reality and consensus that we're all just supposed to fall in line and lock step up and lock down and mask up and it's a bat virus right isn't that the mainstream news story that they're telling everybody that this is just a a bat virus there's a a 
somebody in China ate a bat and it jumped from them. I mean, I don't follow day to day what the mainstream news is lying to people about because I don't spend a lot of time tr listening and trying to decipher what known liars are trying to tell us. But as far as, you know, this video now is probably going to get totally banned off of YouTube and totally flagged on Facebook. And I'm, I don't even know if, you know, we're still going on those sites <laughs> live today, but that's not conspiracy theory. I was doing a little research on, you know, and I'll put in the show notes a lot more here, but with the stuff that Rashid was saying, uh, I'll put in the show notes there and follow up with the documentation that you can research that stuff by yourself rather than just looking for a Google search that's going to give you a bunch of slander against the, the people mentioned in there. But I mean, you can see directly from Fauci himself in that video, if you go watch it, uh, that he's been very involved in that type of research and creating these chimera viruses. And then, you know, like I said, whether it was leaked, whether it was uh, released on purpose, you know, to, to say, you know, I don't think it's as deadly as they're trying to make it seem. And I do think that's where the media is spinning things. And there is the, you know, great global reset that the world, uh, that the WHO and uh, the United Nations and uh, different global bodies of government are trying to implement this uh, great reset. But, uh, and I, I'm getting the organization, the three letter alphabet organization wrong there when I say the WHO. But uh, it'll pop in. I don't, again, try to memorize every little uh, <laughs> psychopathic organization on the planet that's formed to come and try to manipulate us into giving up everything that um, people should be holding dear. And stuff like wearing a mask and being forced to wear a mask. Again, I'm not arguing that there's absolutely nothing going on and that you shouldn't be worried about anything. As you can see there, there could definitely be uh, this. I mean, I, I think there is a virus that's been released. Uh, it's a modified SARS-1 virus, now SARS-2. And uh, COVID is a manufactured, basically, bioweapon. And it'll probably be with us for the rest of my life, at least. And, and we'll have to deal with these kind of things. The question is, is I guess, how do we respond to it properly? And if you're not being given the full facts and the full information about things, how can you properly respond to it? And so again, how much of how much pe many people out there know about the gain of function research and creating these uh, bioweapons and creating these these viruses that can be more vir virulent and uh, all this, all the money that's been funded on that and the 2014 moratorium on that and scientists coming out and saying that they really don't know what they're doing and that we don't have the research on vaccines to proceed. But then now, all of a sudden, we have plenty of information to proceed with a vaccine for this virus that we created. I mean, can you not see the conflict of interest here with Bill Gates stepping in with all his funding of the WHO and, uh, and of this type of research as well to create the vaccines for these types of viruses. And now suddenly we're just supposed to believe everything we're being told uh, from people like Bill Gates and Fauci without questioning any of this stuff and just accept what's coming next and just take the vaccine and don't worry about that. And don't worry about the studies that they couldn't have possibly done in time, you know, for the vaccine to be released. 
And don't worry that it was really the, you know, the government and their research that created these viruses in the first place and then sold them to China and then now they're accidentally leaked. Don't worry about any of that. Just shut up, wear your mask, and don't look at anything that says that it's false information on the internet and just trust the scientists about everything, right? Well, that's, that's not how it works. And they can think that that scientific dictatorship is coming in into view but you know as long as we still have people that are being wise like osho was saying in the beginning then uh, that's a lot less likely to happen so part of this stream is just to get people to maybe go check that information out and make sure that they're getting a better picture on what's really going on you know and i'm not saying i have the full truth and i have the full picture but what i am saying is that maybe you shouldn't just agree and completely believe everything you're being told and go start to look into some of this other information that is definitely being suppressed and is not, you know, something that people are talking about in the general public when it comes to what's really going on with uh, the COVID-19 2020 thing. Well, another place that you can go and check out information that I think would be helpful to start to get a better picture and worldview uh, of what's going on is a recent project that we've been working on. I'll just switch over to my desktop share again. This is the grandtheftworld.com website, and here we have a lot of people who are sharing information. Uh, it's kind of like an aggregated, aggregate site uh, with good information about the election and a lot of people that are getting censored, a lot of people that are uh, not getting their voices out there because they're being shadow banned and censored and kicked off these platforms. And so this is just the start of this. Uh, tonight we'll record a podcast, the first podcast for the Grand Theft World show. Uh, you can come in and you know follow like Jason Burmes or uh, Ben Swan, Awaken with JP. These people are currently you know fighting censorship and having their voices. Uh, suppressed Corbett right so there's just a good aggregation and this site will get built out there's a community if you're interested in joining that community uh, you can reach out to me and I can guide you to getting in there while we're still uh, taking in people before we make this into more of a, a place where content creators can share uh, their information and have place to a place to have a podcast uh, people can come on the podcast and share with us, and it'll really be an interesting project. So Grand Theft World, grandtheftworld.com, go check it out. Subscriberships are coming soon. And to get a little glimpse of what that is going to look like, I just have a clip that I created uh, back a couple months ago with an interview that Richard Grove, this is Richard Grove's website, by the way, and uh, his concept. So he's kind of behind the idea, and I'm just helping him out with that. But here's a little clip that'll give you an idea of what we talk about over at grandtheftworld.com and something that I put together um, as an intro to an interview that I edited up recently. So here we go. Check this out. We do have some power if we take action, if we plan it out, if we do some research, if we work with some other cool people. We do have power. We do have potential, right? The big trick is they make everyone think that they're broken. Everyone thinks that, oh, it must be me. Maybe I need this pill. Like we live in a society that either makes you frustrated or aggressive. Frustrated, we got a pill. Aggressive, we got a cage. Like the frustration aggression complex, they've known about that. The Yale Institute of Human Relations in 1938, they're like, we have this insight into what drives people's behavior. 
Shall we liberate them with it? No, let's fucking enslave them with it, man. Let's make their whole society like frustrating and aggressive. Because you know what? That That's what results if somebody blocks you from getting to your goals. So if they say, we'll change the education system so you get schooling so you can never get to your goals, therefore you will be likely frustrated or aggressive or maybe anxious. Anxious, they got a pill for that too, right? So the entire infrastructure of our, our society is built like in a funnel. And it's like fear and pain. And unless you're willing to go through here or through here, you're gonna end up up here in the cattle car where they want you. Right? They, they have built like a cattle chute. And unless you break out through the side, you're going where they want you to go. They are writing your script for you, your family, your friends right now. They're writing it, they're putting it in front of you. They're like, here's your future. This is gonna be your future. It's the new normal, which is just the new world order. That's all it is. This Everything they're doing right now is what they've planned for the past 120 years on paper that could be read in a summer by anybody. It doesn't take you five or six years to learn what's going on. It's like, you need to read some books and some documents, but they have to be the right books and documents that actually connect you into the substance and meaning of the signal that's going on and not all the noise that they want you to think is the reality because that's not how it works. So yeah, a nice little segue preview of what we have to come in the Grand Theft World podcast and the type of information we'll be talking about over there. And that interview was from a Pete Raymond Freeman Beyond the Wall podcast. There's a full interview that I'll put in the show notes. This The show notes, if you're going looking for them right now, are not up because this is a live stream. So what I'll do is I'll take the show down. I'm recording it locally this time because, you know, I have this uh, st streaming by the way to a few different places let's just go over that really quick so the show currently streaming to the old fed book uh i was trying d live something went wrong and it didn't go there it is looks like the show is working fine on twitch and then of course the old gootube and then i have a local recording and then that will go up to bitshoot library uh the other places so that way, you know, if there's any problem with the stream, I have the local recording going. And um, as you can see, you know, I have a huge audience following, so it's really important to get this information out. <laughs> now, a lot of this is, I had a walk and talk that I wanted to do, and I wanted to share a lot of these clips that I was talking about today. And then I thought, well, that's not really the right format. Live streams are better for sharing clips, so let's just go ahead and share clips. Uh, now, what I've been working on in 2020 is building and helping to build with a lot of other cool people. Like Richard was saying, you got to work with some cool people. Well, what us and some other cool people have been doing is building the University of Reason.com library all year. And in the past couple of years, this has been built up since Autonomy Season 1. And within this university, we're in Season 4. But I'll just give you a little sneak peek of some of the stuff we got going on here really quick. So... Uh, there's the University of Reason Library with financial chats, um, history, health, uh, Michael Badnerik, special guests. There's the Trivium and Linux uh, tutorials in here. So this has uh, got a lot of other special events. Bob Podolsky did a, a course in here. And that's one area of this University of Reason. Now... If you're interested in getting into the University of Reason, just contact me or 
follow again there's a link in the show notes to get to learn more about autonomy and you can get the 19 skills pdf for free as a download to learn about the 19 skills uh, essential for success that you were not taught in school and then uh, i could also if you're interested there will be a, sh a link for this appetizers course in here if i can find it yeah this course has like a preview of what to find in autonomy so if you're interested in getting a preview you can hit me up and let me know and i'll get you in there uh, you could also see in here that like Derek Bros did a holistic self-assessment course. Benny Wills did a Parhesia course. Uh, we're helping the One Great Work Network build a training course, uh, the Peace Revolution podcast, all kinds of good stuff that you can go and check out there in the University of Reason. The reason why I bring that up is because that's what we've been working on this year. Uh, instead of hunkering down and waiting for the election and just sitting back and you know, scared to death and locking down. Uh, we've been expanding, you know, me and the people I've been working with, we've been growing, helping other people grow, helping other people achieve their goals, helping content creators get their voice out there, starting new projects, uh, revamping old projects, dusting, uh, dusting things off that needed to be dusted off and getting them cleaned up and revitalized. So there's a lot of work that we've been doing in 2020 to help provide a ton of value to people that are in the University of Reason and that's been really an anchor point for me a good place to stay and hang out and do things with other really cool people that are you know doing things to help people learn and to help people grow and to help people overcome their hurdles and to help people achieve what they're trying to achieve in life and not just lock down and hunker down and not do anything um, this year and just wait to hear about the election results and all like all the fear and all the danger that everybody's living in uh you know we've we've been doing the opposite like i said earlier this year i said you know we're this year we're just going to keep growing we're going to keep getting after it and there's plenty to be done and as far as the shit going on out there in the world it's probably going to get a lot worse you know and if you want to sit and pay 100 percent attention to that and listen to npr on your way to work and listen to your mainstream news outlet when you get home and just buy into all the propaganda that's being fed then go go right ahead and do that but otherwise there's alternatives out there where people are doing things to improve the world uh directly and um it's something that you could have in your life you could reach out to me and again if you're interested in hearing more about that now, uh, I said I was going to keep it short, so we'll just go through a few more of these clips really quick. I have a quick introduction here from one of those courses, and this is, and then I'll share another clip after that shortly after. So this here is learning more about freeing your speech. Now, Benny Wills from BennyWills.com, if I had like some huge audience following this live stream, I wouldn't probably be going over this right now because I'm not sure if this is official, if he's publicly announced it yet, but it's definitely right around the corner. And so let me just share again my desktop really quick. This is some one of the things that we worked on. Uh, this website here was done by the Autonomy Unlimited team. A beautiful website to help Benny kind of relaunch the stuff he's been working on. One of those things is the course Parhesia, and I was lucky enough to be in Autonomy where he produced the beta course and kind of practice session while he's getting ready to launch. And now I'll just share a quick clip from Benny uh, introducing the course and talking about Parhesia. 
Hi, I'm Benny Wills. Are you terrified of public speaking? Do you ever wish you could express yourself with more confidence and less fear? Would you like to be able to communicate better with friends and family about difficult subjects? And finally, do you have a masterpiece inside you? If you answered yes or just thought yes to any of those questions, you probably need parhesia. Parhesia quite literally means free speech. It is the ability to communicate freely or boldly without self-doubt. In our currently hyper-polarized, extremely emotional, and ultra-opinionated world, communication is more important than ever. I spent the majority of my life learning how to communicate effectively. First as a stage actor, then as an actor in Hollywood, now as a poet and MC, and as a YouTuber for the last eight years, and as someone who is constantly looking for ways to build bridges towards people who have different opinions than me. So I've created an online course to share with people what I've learned. It's live, multi-week, community-based, and hands-on. Help me help you free your speech with Parhesia, the art of communication. If you would like to learn more about Parhesia and freeing your speech, head on over to BennyWills.com. You can check out more about that. Uh, let them know I sent you. And uh, that's something, again, that in autonomy, in the University of Reason, that we were able to help Benny build. And that beautiful website that you were looking at was done by mainly, I think, Joshua Hale and team, uh, the copywriter team, Kara and the other people in autonomy who contributed great job guys it looks amazing and benny you know he's someone who's really been interesting to work with and learn from him and the way he handles himself he really does have uh he does have the uh the bang to put the money where his mouth is with this information this is something he's developed over a long period of time to bring these skills to the stage, so to say, put them into a course where you can learn about the hurdles and how to overcome those hurdles to free your speech. And not just that, but like how to effectively communicate with friends and family, how to, like he was saying in the clip there, right? And so again, great stuff. You can also get memes uh, delivered straight to your inbox. You can get memed up. It's uh, a memings. It's he's the master of memes <laughs> over there, uh, and it, they'll get sent straight to your inbox. So if you want to go check that out, uh, go right ahead. Well, while we're here on the share screen, I'll just jump into the next thing I wanted to talk about today, which was the One Great Work Network uh, project. Now this is a project from Mark Passio of WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com. Some of you may already be familiar with this work or this project, and this is a really cool uh, project that Passio's had the idea of for a while. That I'm Autonomy Unlimited is helping their project out by providing resources to help with the website, by providing resources to help with the newsletter, and getting the technical things done out of the way for the team there. They were kind of getting choked and overwhelmed by uh, 
all the technical stuff that they had to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And so seeing that they were struggling, Autonomy Unlimited reached out. We've been working with the One Great Work Network project and whatonearthishappening.com over the past couple months. And it's been a successful endeavor. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. And this is, again, one of those things that's kind of not really officially been announced yet, but I felt like it's okay to talk about it here really quick and let everybody know that that's coming. And uh, TylerBlair.com currently is planned to be syndicated out on the One Great Work Network with posts that I decided to go over there and live streams from Grand Theft World, potentially uh, live streams from TylerBlair.com and re-archived content that can go into the live feed. So basically what this project is, just to explain it, is a 24-7 streaming server set up that will stream out a show that people can watch 24-7 and then it'll have live streams cut in where people are going on a live show. And so it'll kind of be like Mark called it a mystery school of sorts of content producers that are all uh, promoting truth, love, freedom, prosperity, uh, and natural law. and the living in alignment with those principles so really cool artwork really cool project uh i had the pleasure of sitting down with mark passio this week and on pretty soon there should be an interview out from passio richard grove joshua hell and i doing a round table with mark getting an update on this i have for you today an exclusive sneak peek to that interview that nobody has seen yet really a couple people have reviewed it we might need to do some light editing to get it out before it goes out but it is under review currently but you're gonna get to see a sneak peek live here on the show of the upcoming uh, interview that will be released soon on Richard Grove's YouTube channel and we'll just cut to that right here and uh, enjoy <laughs> Welcome back to Autonomy Conversations. Today, our guest is Mark Passio. Many of you know Mark through his uh, work, but his podcast has been on hiatus for the past couple months, so we wanted to check in with him, and he's also got some new projects percolating, and maybe we'll hear a little bit about those today. But also today was a, uh, a planned discussion of the behind the scenes, the things you guys don't see going on. If you're a fan of Passio's work, you see the Sunday broadcast, you see all this emphasis on truth, but there's a lot of technical uh, minutia that has to be lined up each week to get the newsletter and to get the show out and to maintain continuity. And then if you've got a new project and you're trying to do those two things at once, it can get quite cumbersome. So uh, Mark, welcome to uh, this impromptu conversation about behind the scenes of your production and uh, some of the bottlenecks and things that you've evolved through lately and to kind of update your audience on where your work's at. How you well, doing? Richard, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, hope you guys are too. Richard, Tyler, Joshua, thank you for having me uh, and uh, having this discussion. Um, working with Autonomy has been a great experience so far. Um, I think it's a great group of people and uh, people who get involved with it will definitely learn a lot and uh, take those experiences with them further in life and whatever projects they and endeavors they get involved in. And, uh, you know, as Richard said, I've been on hiatus for a little bit for uh, mainly truly, to be honest, uh, personal and health reasons, um, not that there's anything, you know, physically wrong. Uh, I've been really taking it for an emotional break. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot of um, 
vitriol was really building up in me regarding this whole nonsense of this pandemic, alleged pandemic, uh, especially in this area. Like, it's difficult for people to understand if they don't live around here in the, uh, you know, um, really taken, what I call a taken city. Uh, Philadelphia is a taken city. Uh, it's taken by the enemies of humanity. Um, and uh, I don't say those words lightly. Uh, what is happening here, uh, in, uh, as in other places like uh, New York and Chicago and uh, Los Angeles and Atlanta and uh, you know other stronghold cities that have been literally taken, um, you know, uh, this is, this is uh, a breeding grounds for uh, ideologies that are literally treasonous to humanity. I don't even mean, I'm not even talking about the word treason in, in reference to a country, a nation, a government. I could care less about those things, to be honest. Uh, th there's a treasonous mindset to human beings happening in cities uh, as such as I just mentioned in the United States. And it's it's a very sad, depressing, and uh, energy-sapping thing when you really realize it. And I realize most people, I, I, I wouldn't say maybe most, but a lot of people really don't realize that because they're not living in areas like that. I, I noticed that a lot, personally, I noticed that a lot of, quote, awakened people uh, really have, uh, you know, uh, don't really live in huge metropolitan regions of very dense population centers, uh, such as New York and Philadelphia on the East Coast of the United States. Uh, and you see most of that, that population uh, is completely uh, caught up and identified in the illusion. They're not, they're not awake people. They're not awake and aware people. Uh, they have a pretty low level of consciousness. And, you know, you could say that that's insulting and so be it, you know, it happens to be the truth. Um, but, um, you know, it, so it's very difficult for people who aren't from regions like that to really understand what the collective consciousness is like when you live amongst it uh, and how draining it is upon you and how depressing. So if you want to catch more of that interview, uh, you can head on over to Richard Grove's uh, YouTube channel and make sure you're following that. Make sure you've subscribed. This is an excellent source of information. Uh, there's years and years of work done here not only the ultimate history lesson lesson which if you're not familiar with that that would be a great place to check out first um, but there's more information about autonomy you can get here and some of those recent interviews that i was playing clips from uh, that i've had the pleasure of helping to edit in the post-production process and help richard get his work out there so again going back to that goal what we've been working on over here at tylerblower.com for a while now is helping to up our own production game and then helping others to do the same and get their voice out there. Um, so, you know, this is the good old GooTube, but you can get autonomy links here from Richard's uh, YouTube channel directly to learn more about autonomy. And that will get you kind of into where more of the recent work that he's been doing, um, but we still are trickling stuff out on YouTube. You can find uh, my information over here on library as well as Richards as well. So that's why I want to just talk about here for a minute. Library, library.com. Uh, this is not the right channel. Hold on. Let's go to tylerblair.com. I've been doing two channels. One is going to be archives only with like everything in audio format and everything else to have audio versions available for hosting and stuff like that. 
but you can see I started down with my Creature of Control podcast. I've actually had some people recently that have watched this and reinvigorated it. And again, I'll be doing uh, some work on the Creature of Control coming up. So I'll start to wind this down today, but th one of the things I'm working on uh, is the Creature of Control podcast. So lots of projects in the mix here, lots of irons in the fire. But one of those things is the Creature of Control podcast. And the Creature of Control is talking about the whole dynamic of not just top-down, you know, the Illuminati, the government is doing this, they are doing this and that, but really getting into the psychology and the head of the actual creature itself that allows itself to be influenced and controlled and the dynamics that are going on internally. A lot of this was touched on in the falling into the movement traps, but we focused on specifically there like issues with uh, the idealism. And I'm not talking about idealism as in the philosophical idealism as in ideaism, because I very much uh, actually enjoy and align a lot, I think, with idealism. But idealism as in having an ideal and sticking to it and just as the societies that Osho was talking about in the beginning, uh, not really accepting individual thought, not really accepting critical thinking from critical thinkers, but having to have certain edicts and things that are accepted. In the creature of control, there's a lot of dynamics internally that go on and things that are generally, generationally inherited that go on inside of the individual. So we'll hop in a little bit here and give you a preview of what that looks like coming up, the Creature of Control podcast. We'll be relaunched, obviously, on tylerbloyer.com this time around, and I'll have this going out as an official podcast. I'm catching up. A lot of that work you saw I was doing on library and things are getting things ready to where I'm properly publishing out my work into various channels, and then we'll hit the Creature of Control probably around the end of the year, start that back up, and... You can get a little idea what the graphics I've been working on for that within the Stones Media Network is the production company behind it that I've started in the last year as well to help produce this type of content, help produce other people's content. So I'll give you guys a preview of the Creature of Control montage. Um, it might be a little heavy. It might take, take your breath away, kind of leave you with like, oh my God, what's this all about? But this is a little graphical representation of what the Creature of Control montage or uh, upcoming series is going to be like. And then we'll come back after this short clip and probably go ahead and wrap up the show today. psychology. We need more understanding of human nature because the only real danger that exists is man himself. He is the great danger and we are pitifully unaware of it. We know nothing of man. Very obviously he has gone insane. Primordial instincts to kill without feeling, without passion, without judgment. Primordial instincts to they kill me without feeling, without passion, totally without judgment. Primordial instincts to kill. 
judging without feeling that satisfaction. And besides, judgment. Primordial instincts to kill are my methods and sound without feeling that passion. Without judgment. Primordial instincts I to kill without feeling that passion. At all. Without judgment. Primordial instincts to kill without feeling that passion. Without judgment. He is the great danger, and we are pitifully unaware of it. We know nothing of man, far too little. His psyche should be studied, because we are the origin of all coming evil. All right, so setting the tone a little bit there. Uh, like I said, might need to lighten that up a little bit, but <laughs> Carl Jung said it the best that, you know, man is the coming of all, is, is the origin of all coming danger, and that we need to study the psyche of man to understand more about ourselves because we know far too little, far too little about how we operate, how things come into fruition, the cause and effect reality, the the causal factors that bring about the conditions such as they are now in in 2020 and 2021 and beyond and so the creature is a study of not just again like the top down oh they and pointing fingers at like what they're doing but more like going it is that it's going to include that but in combination with you know one one party is selling a lie and a mistruth Another party is accepting and believing and buying the lies, right? So someone can feed you full of propaganda, uh, but there's a whole another dynamic there, sides of people that accept and do not take the responsibility for the information and don't take responsibility for their own lives even and end up uh, outsourcing their thinking and outsourcing their uh, decision-making powers because it's easier in the modern life with everything that we have going on, with how busy we are, with all the different things uh, that people have to do just to keep food on the table and keep a warm you know, house over the family's head, that we end up getting distracted and having an excuse to accept information without critically judging it and then acting on that. And that can be a spiral out of control into a completely enslaved society. And we're seeing that we're creeping closer and closer to people being total slaves and in physical ways, not even just mental ways. Uh, but there is, um, going back in the series, if we just cover it a little bit here, I can show you what to expect from the first three episodes and some of the missing worldview components that I think people have that are really key to understanding the overall big picture, at least incorporating into your picture um, so you can have a better worldview, more, more uh, holistic and accurate worldview. So just going again in here into my desktop share. Uh, well, let's just go to the homepage to get to the Creature of Control series from here. You would just click on this graphical link. And I've got the library embeds done. I'm still cleaning up some of this because I wanted to make sure everything was working okay that people had access to this. And you can see we cover psychopathy in the first episode. Now psychopathy 
is one of the huge components to understanding our reality and how other people might have not the same kind of moral compass as you and how mistaking your morality for others is a big mistake and then how psychopathy works another subject that we go into on the creature is social darwinism so you may have heard of like darwinism um, but modifying that into the more current worldview from darwinism is social darwinism and people who believe that because of their social status because of their family lineage that they're actually superior uh, genetically and otherwise uh, to others and that's that helps them justify uh, the things that are done to humanity uh, without blinking with like Fauci and his research and you know the NIH and the other bodies that were researching that gain-of-function technology and how they might go about justifying that type of research and then we go into epigenetics and epigenetics and eugenics itself and that's why I call it the crypto evolution of epigenetics because eugenics itself is a is a hidden uh, science that's been occulted and modified into things like you know the green revolution and the united nations and peacekeeping and things like that that if you don't understand the history of it and it's crypto to you it's completely hidden then you won't understand epigenetics and modifying behavior through the environment and even the concepts that are being discussed there so if you're at this point like what the hell is he talking about well then we go into relativism and social and moral relativism and those are the first four episodes in the series there's about like 12 hours of content there and that was done back in 2015 and I had a lot of life-changing events since then and have recently decided with the launch of the one great work network and me wanting to get off of the falling into the movement traps thing and get into some more work that's the whole point of tylerbloyer.com is to be able to talk about what I want to talk about create the way that I want to create and not have a, a sensor or a filter to where it's like, oh, it's underneath this falling into the movement traps name.com and I always got to talk about that. Or I only do walk and talks. Or let me just do the creature of control.com only. Now, I've intentionally, you know, talked about this stuff on tetherblur.com and built this website up so that over the years you can follow the stream of consciousness and also that I can correct myself if I need to, if I'm wrong about something, if I've said something that's incorrect and archive that and have people be able to follow that and then do it under my own name in a way that just says this is me this is who I am this is what I say this is what I think I'm not trying to portray any kind of like flattering title or that I'm an expert in here or that or anything and you can say well I'm not interested in that then I don't want to follow that and that's all good that's how you should do it then <laughs> this is how I'm doing it this is how I'm expressing myself I'm doing it in the modern way of publishing your voice out there and using the internet uh, in a way that it could be used, which is to communicate ideas and to communicate your thoughts and feelings about things. And so that's what, you know, we're going to continue to do over here at tylerbloyer.com. You can go to tylerbloyer.com slash subscribe again to subscribe your email. And that way, you know, I'll be able to send out updates to you as things like the Creature of Control, the One Great Work Network, uh, the Grand Theft World Podcast, uh, University of Reason updates, and other things that I've been working on and within the Stones productions can all be followed through that uh, one simple way of kind of following my work. I don't really incentivize people to 
go and follow me on YouTube or one particular platform. That's again why I've built the website is to have a central place where people can come and check out what I'm doing without having to worry about what social place that I'm on or whatever. Gab and Minds and and now he's on library. Now he's on. I don't really you know care to play that game. You know I'm I'm working to get my stuff on up on alternative platforms, but at the same time like that will be available on my website and you're not going to have to go and subscribe to all these different places. And then syndicating out on things like Grand Theft World and One Great Work Network partners that I've, you know, created partnerships with through basically like working together as friends on the journey of, you know, producing and helping other people to overcome hurdles that they're having. So anyway, that guy's today a little bit all over the place only because I wanted to provide a good update video. I've got some other things that I got to go jump into, some things I'm actually late for at this point. Uh, but I'm going to, you know, try to keep things going up into the end of the new year with the uh, Creature of Control. Get that launched around the end of the new year. Not for sure on a specific date, but I think it will be pre-recorded. And then we'll do the live streams and walk and talks and things like that to keep uh, things fresh and keep people updated on what's going on. Other than that, this has been a TylerBlair.com live stream. Sunday mornings is when we usually do them, and it uh, looks like we had some success with the tech today, so that's right on, because I am doing some things a little bit differently. Uh, for those guys in the True Media course that were uh, chatting in the chat, I'll see you guys soon. Um, hope to help you out with what you guys are working on as well this year, and just watch uh, what comes out of the... I didn't even talk about the How to Become the True Media course, really, but go check that out in that interview that I will be coming out with Mark. He talks about it in there, and there will be upcoming seasons, from what I hear, of the True Media course. So if you're interested in that, you can find out more there. Other than that, I will call it there, and hope you guys have a wonderful day. Talk to you later.